and it reads, the former treatise have I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water. But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they therefore come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoke these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Saints, I just want to say this to you today. You know, usually I come in here on Sundays and I listen to Sister Rosalind or Pastor and I get confirmation from what Father has placed in my heart to share with you. But as me and my wife were riding in today, confirmation was already given. Amen? And I'm going to say this. The same word that I'm about to speak to you was shared today. Amen? In verses 7 and 8, it says this. He says, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost parts of the world or on the earth. Amen. Now, saints, our scripture reading was Acts 1. But the message this morning is this this is the place of power amen this is the place of power you may be seated amen now Jesus said to his apostles he said this he said ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you now this power that comes from the Holy Ghost allows us to stand strong for the things of God amen not in our power but in his power, amen. Power comes from God and it exercised through our weaknesses. So where you think you weak, God is made strong, amen. God is made strong, amen. Now, we see weakness in flesh and the flesh alone because we don't see any weakness in the spirit, amen. We don't see any weakness in the spirit. Flesh is a hindrance if you allow it. Flesh doesn't want to follow if you allow it, amen? Flesh doesn't want to submit if you allow it. 
flesh is going to fight against the spirit. Amen. The Bible already told us that. Amen. And you've heard the saying, you know, not going down without a fight. The flesh is not going down without a fight. And every day it's going to be a fight that we're going to have to go through. Amen. But the Bible tells us this in Galatians 5, 16 and 17. It says this. This I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that they said that ye cannot do the things you would, amen. See, every day the test, the flesh is going to test you, and it's going to try you, amen. And it's going to tempt you to do things that you know are not right, amen. Now, to walk in the spirit means that we have to yield to His control, amen. We have to follow His lead. We have to allow Him to exert His influence on us, because the thing is, this saints, we've allowed other things to influence us, amen. We've allowed a lot of other things to influence this flesh, amen, and we've let it happen, amen. Now, the world around us needs followers of Jesus who are humbly empowered by and through the love of God. It is our job to influence those around us through his power, not our power, amen, because if you're trying to influence anyone in this world in your power, guess what? You know what's going to happen? The next thing you know, you're going to be doing the things that they're doing, amen. Because our power cannot do anything, amen? Now, I want to use this as an analogy. I want you to think of a rechargeable battery. If I had one, I'll show you what I'm talking about. When you take a rechargeable battery, it's got to be plugged into a power source, amen? It has to be plugged into a power source. But when it's plugged into a power source, it receives power, amen? It receives power. But that power is used, amen, that, is, that it receives, it plugs into other sources, it plugs into other things to give it life, to rejuvenate, to restore, and it gives life to the dead, amen? That's what a rechargeable battery does. So listen to this. If I plug in a rechargeable battery to a power source, it's going to get what it needs to go out and do things with other things that it needs to do to get power to. What do you think you're here for? Look at yourself as that rechargeable battery. You are being recharged to go out, to restore, to rejuvenate, to save lives, amen? Every day that you come in here or every Sunday that you come in here and every Thursday that you hear the word, and I'm going to say every day that you hear the word, you are being charged up through God's word, amen, to go out, amen, to go out to the weak, to rejuvenate, to restore, to bring life back to something that was dead, amen. Now, spiritual authority is given, is God-given that flows from the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, amen. That's that, that's in here, that's that. It's not in your power, it's in his power, amen. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. The God of all grace who calls us to his eternal glory in Christ after we have suffered, restored us and made us strong and firm and steadfast. Amen.
So don't think that you can't do it. Amen. No, you can't do it in your own power. But with his power, you can do all things. Amen. Father, God is the ultimate source of power. That's why we have to stay plugged in every day. Amen. Now, just think about it. If your cell phone is not plugged in every day, what's going to happen to it? If you're not plugged into the power source of God, what do you think is going to happen? It's a lot of dead people out here. You know why? Because they're not plugged in. Amen. They need that power. Amen. Some of them need a jump start. Amen. And you are the ones that can supply that. Amen. You are the jump start for many. Amen. Now, Father God is the ultimate source of power. All power comes from him and is subject to him. God is an exhaustible power and he pours forth into the life of his people. Amen. You cannot go to God and he said, well, I, I'm kind of low today. I ain't got nothing to give you today. He's always got something to give you. Amen. He's always got something to give you. Turn with me to First uh, Chronicles 29, 11 through 12. Amen. Because I just want you to see how good God is and his ultimate power. Amen. First Chronicles 29, 11 through 12. And it says, thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou has exalted as head over all. There is nothing above God, nothing. Amen? Nothing above God. It says, both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reigneth over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Saints, he is our source. He is our power. He is our strength. And without him, we can do nothing. Amen. As true followers, the power from Father God enables us to become servants of the gospel. Amen. You can't preach the gospel if you don't know him. What are you telling people? If you don't know the gospel, what are you telling them about the gospel? Amen. But not all who say Jesus know him. Amen. Because I've seen people say the name of Jesus, and I think miraculous things happen. But if I don't have a relationship with him, how am I able to tell anybody about him? Amen. Turn with me to Acts 19, 14 through 16. Amen. I want to show you without power what happens to you. Amen. Without the power of God, what happens to you when you try to go in your own strength? Amen. And it says, and there were seven sons, one Sceva, a Jew and chief of the priests, which did so. The evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. That's power. Jesus, I know. That's power. Amen. Paul, I know. That's power. But who are you? That's not power. That's not power. Amen. And the man in whom... The man in whom, hang on, hang on, I just lost myself right here. Hang on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Don't worry, y'all. I'm still with you. 
You know, like they say, technology want to try to sometimes take you out and cause you to lose your place. But the thing is, Father God has always, always, always got to say, man. But it says, and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. Just because you see someone going in the power of Jesus and you don't have a relationship with him does not mean that you can do the same thing. Amen? When you don't know, you don't go. Amen? When you don't know, you don't go. But many have gone to find out the wrong thing that they didn't want to find out. Amen? They didn't go in the power. Amen? Because they didn't know from whom the power comes from. Amen? We became servants of his gospel by the gift of God's grace given through the works of his power, not our own. Amen? We have to know and recognize the power we go in. Amen? You can't call out somebody else's name and expect to deliver people, expect to set people free. Amen? Now, listen to this. Peter, after healing a lame beggar, explained to the astonished onlookers that it is not by my power, but through faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? So you have to acknowledge whose power you coming in. Amen? In Acts 3, 12 through 16, it says this. And when Peter saw it, he answered and said unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our power, our holiness, we had made this man walk? See, Peter knew right away. Don't look at me because it's not me. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob the God of our Father has glorified his son, Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied and denied in him the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you. Amen. And it says in 15, it says, and kill the prince of life whom God has raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name through faith in his name has made this man whole, whom ye see and know, ye the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of all. Amen. Now, here, Peter makes sure to let the people know this is not my power. This is not our power. Amen. It is the power of the one that you denied and the one that you crucified. Amen. The one that you denied and the one that you crucified, this is his power, not ours. Amen. It is he whom serve that gave us this power. Amen. God's power, saints, enables us to endure. I know many times we don't think that we able to endure some of the things that we go through. But hold on, God's got you. Amen. God's power enables us to endure suffering, hurt, ridicule, rejection, and being offended. Amen. 
See, some, all it takes is one word to offend them. They're going to turn it back on you. They're not going to speak to you anymore. But I've always said this. The reason that people are offended by what's being said to them is because they're not in a place where they need to be in God. Amen? Because he already told us we will be offended. We are going to be offended. But words should not hurt us, saints. You know that old saying, sticks and stones? Second Peter 1.9 tells us this. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. If God says that he's given you power, he's given you power. He's given you power, amen? But God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, the spirit of God does not make us timid. It gives us power. This is not our power, but God's power, amen? His power gives us power, amen? We have the spirit of God living within us, giving us his strength and power. And see, the thing is, saints, some of us don't know the power we have within us, amen? Some of us just don't know. And when we put in some situations, we don't allow God's power to flow through us, but we lean on the flesh, and we react in a way that is not godly, amen? We should be walking through this life unafraid because we have the power of God on our side, amen? We are being perfected in our weakness through his power. Every day, we are being perfected through his power, amen? And second... Corinthians 12, 9, and I'm reading this out of the NID. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. It says, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect, perfect in your weakness. Amen. The reason some people feel this is because we don't truly lean on God's power. Amen. You know what we lean on? The flesh. Some of us lean on the flesh, and we allow the flesh to react when the power of God is within us, and all we have to do is allow the power of God to do what needs to be done, amen? Now, Peter was saying in the previous verse, and, uh, and Lord, I didn't give you this 2 Corinthians 12, 12, 7, because Peter was going through some stuff, amen? I mean, Paul, I'm sorry, Paul was going through, Amen? Because it says that he has a thorn in his flesh, but he didn't let it stop him from preaching the gospel. Now, you know many of us will do that. If we got a headache, I can't go. If we got a broken nail, I can't be there. The cable man coming, I ain't going to be able to make it. Amen. Many times people use afflictions as a crutch. Amen. Many times. But here, Paul, he's pointing to his weakness to prove a point. God's grace is sufficient. His power is enough to get me through what I'm going through. His power is enough to take me to do what he's called me to do. His power is enough to go out and continue to preach the gospel to those that are in need. His power is enough. Amen. Just think if we leaned on our own power and we had something to do, what do you think we're going to do? It's not going to happen. But leaning on the power of God, he will give you all that you need to do what needs to be done. Amen. This is why God's strength is made perfect 
in our weakness. Amen. God can and will help us overcome our weakness. Allow him to do that. Allow him to do that. Amen. Paul point is that we are all weak. We're all weak. This, as long as we in this flesh, we're weak. Amen. As long as we in this flesh. But if you allow this flesh to take you where it wants to go, it's going to take you where it wants you to go. Amen. But God is strong, saints. God is strong. God has given Paul in this weak state the power to continue on because he knew the people needed to hear what needed to be heard. And that is the gospel. And believe you me, the people need to hear the gospel. Amen. The people need to hear the gospel. So even in our weak state, God has given us his word to share. Amen. <laughs> even in this weak state, he has given us his word to share. Amen. Ephesians 3.20 tells us this. It says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Saints, flip the switch. Flip the switch. Flip the switch and watch the power of God reign in your life. Amen. Now, just as, as Elder brought up, a, he made an excellent point when he was here, when he was talking about the sponge. Amen. Do you guys know what you're doing right now? Now, he used that. I'm going to use this. But do you know what you're doing right now? You soaking up. You soaking up God's word. You are soaking up. Everybody in here is being a sponge right now. You know, they said a, a, a child soaks up everything that they hear, and later on, it's going to come out. And some of the stuff that they heard, you don't want it to come out because it always comes out in the wrong place, amen? But see, we are sponges in here right now receiving what God has to say to each and every one of us, amen? So as we soak up what God is saying, what is another thing that a sponge does? It releases. So when you receive, you have to release to those that are in hearing, amen? You can't just, you can't just soak up and sit. What, what, what happens when you do that? What happens? You know what happens? The sponge just dries up. And all that it had is gone. Amen? So when you hear a word, share a word. When you hear a word, don't hold on to a word. Amen? God pours into us that we may pour into others. Amen? That's the point. If you know something good that's going to help, that is going to lift up and encourage someone, Share it. Share it. Amen. And see, we may not see some of the things that we see until we're in it. Amen. And then you ask yourself, Lord, what are you going to give me to say? What, what can I say? If you are connected to his power, God's going to give you what needs to be said. And many times I've heard this where people will say, I don't know where that came from. I don't know that. I didn't know that was in me. You know why you don't know it was in you? Because at that moment, you allow God to have his way in your life. Amen. And the words that you spoke out were the words that he put in you that you didn't know you had. Amen. Don't think that because you're hearing what you're hearing now, you're not going to be able to use this. Amen. It's been many times where you thought, and even with our children, 
Many times where you thought they weren't listening, they weren't hearing because they had everything else going on around them, but yet and still, at that moment, something came out profound. Amen? When your six-year-old daughter can tell you something that only she's heard to help you out in the moment that you're going through and you ask yourself, where did that come from? That ain't nothing but the power of God. That's it. That ain't nothing but the power of God. Amen. God's power is beyond our comprehension. Amen. Divine power is at work in us to do far more than we can ask or even conceive. Amen. Don't you know that that power is still is, is, is revving up in you? It's revving up in you. Don't you know the power of God is just waiting to go out there to speak to someone? But you know what holds us back? This flesh. The spirit is ready to go, but the flesh is like, uh-uh, no, 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 I don't want to. I don't, it's cold outside. It's snow. It's icy. I don't want to. It's raining outside. But the spirit, the spirit is always on the move. The spirit, do you think the spirit, the spirit is not sitting here. Spirit is not asleep. Spirit is not, uh, I'm tired. No, spirit ain't doing none of it. The flesh is, but the spirit isn't. The spirit wants to go out and speak. You know why? Because the spirit has something to say. The spirit has something, but the flesh is like, nah, I don't feel like talking today. I don't want to say anything. I want to avoid everybody. But the spirit said, come on, come on, come on. The Bible tells us to walk in the spirit to fulfill not the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh is sitting back, doing nothing, eating, not going nowhere, avoiding people. He gives us the ability, the power, the resources, the authority that far exceeds anything we can imagine. Amen? Pastor, Deja, you got, you got power. You got power. You got power. You got power in you. Amen? And that power wants to move. That power wants to go. The spirit wants to flow. We love doing this. Oh, it's something good on TV. I'm going to sit back. I'm not going to do anything. But the power and the spirit is ready to go at all times. And you know one thing you never have to do is this. You never have to say, come on, spirit, let's get up and go. Because the flesh is never going to tell the spirit that. Never. Come on, spirit, let's go out and preach the word to somebody in need. Let's go out on the roads and speak to people. Flesh is never going to do that. But the spirit is willing to go out there and do what needs to be done. Amen. Nothing compares to his great power for us who believe. Amen. If you believe that God's power is flowing in you, it's flowing in you. Amen. If you believe that God has put you out there to speak to people, he's put you out there to speak to people. If he's put you out there to say something to someone that needs it, he's put you out there to say something to someone that needs it. Amen. God. It never runs out, amen? Never runs low for us. Why? Because we are connected to the power source, amen? You ever hear God say this in his word? I'm going to take a break. I'm tired. I got I to gotta sit back for a minute. I ain't never saying that. God has never said that, amen? Now, the biblical description of power relates primarily to God. Power is an inherited characteristic of God, meaning permanent, essential, or characteristic, an attribute of God. Amen? That's what power, now this little fake power that we have out here that we think is 
This power is nothing compared to his. Amen. Nothing. Nothing compared to his. Amen. And we see it. We 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 see in God's power today. When you look out here and you see the sun shining and the snow, that's God's power. Amen. See, man is trying to imitate it. You go to Mount Brighton, you see the snow machines that they make out. That's imitation snow. What was that contest they had? They said God made man through the dust of the earth. So he told them, he told man, go ahead, make a man. Okay, we need some dirt. Nope. Got to use your own stuff. Nope. Use your own stuff and you create it. Uh-uh. See, everything that we do comes from God. Amen. Every, there's not, nothing created that is not made by God. Amen. Now, some of these little fake things you see the man make, you know, I thought about this. I said, do you know that everything that man made, everything that's man-made is not good for us? Every time I look at Facebook, they talking about everything we eat is bad. Everything we drink is bad. So I'm going, what are we supposed to eat then? What are we supposed to eat? Dye red, uh, this and that. They were at Walmart the other day looking at the water. Do you know the water's not good for you either? The bottled water's not good for you. Because you know why? They take God's good creation and they add things to it chemicals, additives, substance. And the thing is this, they put this stuff in there, we don't even know what it is. We don't even know what it is. But it's like man takes everything that God has created and tried to find a way to either duplicate it or make it worse. Amen? Now, in Jeremiah 10, 12, <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Jeremiah ten twelve tells us this. It says, he has made the earth by his power. When God makes something, it's good. When man makes something, you're taking chances, amen? Because you just don't know. God will tell you what's in, what's in God's water. Water. That's it. That's it. I can't even name the stuff that's in the water that we drinking, amen. But he has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom and has stretched out the heavens by his discretion, amen. God did this. This is all his, amen. But man has tried to do everything they can to destroy the things that are going on, amen. Everything, amen. Now I want to close with this, amen. I want to close with his power, amen. It is in us, but it's not of us. And when I say that, God's power is within, but it's not of us. And when I say of us, I mean this flesh. This is not of God, amen. But his power that dwells within us is in us all that we need, amen. My last scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10, amen. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. And it says, but we have this treasure in earthly vessels 
that the excellence of the power might be of God and not of us. Amen. That excellent power within us is of God. And we can't take credit for it. Amen. Because it's not of us. Amen. Because of his power. We are in this world right now. If we didn't have his power. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair because of his power. Because of his power. Amen. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed because of his power. Amen. Always hearing, always bearing about in the body the dying of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifested in this body. It is through his power and not our own. Amen. It is through his power and not our own. Amen. God has called us saints. I can say this. I can say this all day long, every day. God has called us. He's prepared us. He has a purpose for us and he has power within us. Amen. But we have to flip the switch. We have to flip the switch. Amen. Because God is calling his people. This world is in, is in turmoil right now. Amen. This world is in a chaotic state. Amen. And God is calling his people, saints. God has not given you the power just to sit on the power. Amen. It's time for that power to move. It's time for us to allow that power to move. It's time for us to listen to what the spirit is saying unto the church. Amen. And that power is saying it's, it's, it's time, saints. It's time. God's power is within us. Don't hold on to something that he's given you when you know what it's for. Amen. You know what God has called you to do. But many times we, won't, we, 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 we hear it, but we don't want to go through with it. Amen. It's been many times where God has told me to do something. But you know what I did? I allowed the flesh to talk me out of it, to sit me down, to lay me back, to turn some on TV. Amen. It's amazing how things come up when God calls you to do something. Amen. And it's no excuse. Because, well, you know, um, this just happened. I don't know. I was planning on no. And then I think some of us, and I'm going to say this for myself. When God calls, we look for excuses. Well, I can fix that door handle now. No. God has called you. Amen. He has called us to do something, and this is the time for us to do it. Amen. Through his power, saints, remember, this is a place of power. This is a place of power. Amen. You may not see it that way, because what are we focused on? The flesh. We're focused on the flesh. We're not focused on the indwelling Holy Spirit within us. Amen. With that being said, I'm going to turn it over to our pastor. Amen.